What's going on, guys? Welcome to End the Zone. I'm your host, Garrison Roy. And today, we're going to have another rant. This one's a little bit more on field drills, but if you're new to this podcast, you got to check out some of the other episodes, the full-length interviews, the mental minutes, the deep-dive educational ones that are coming up. And I'm always open to feedback for you guys. So if you want to hear something or am interested to kind of hear my perspective or even opening to hear it from other guys. If you want me to interview someone and be like, Hey, I want to hear, you know, this person talk about this or this person on this topic, this shows for you guys to learn and and grow and, and be the best versions of yourself, the best players, the best coaches to be in the zone as long as you can. Right. And, you know, please send in as, as much as you'd like, right. Cause this, only grows through word of mouth and what you guys share. So if you're getting anything from these episodes, please share them, even the previous ones. So without further ado, I'm going to go right into this rant, though, and kind of talk a little bit about, you know, field drills. And, you know, I I do give guys field drills, so don't think that I'm anti-field drills here. But um, there was a post that I recently put out earlier this week where I was talking about how a guy sent me a DM and I'll keep his name disclosed for his own privacy, but he was trying to work on his lower half and he had a PVC pipe on his back and he was doing a field drill and he didn't even go through a full motion. He just got to like leg lift and then like landed. But you know, you could tell that it was forced. You could tell it was not how he would naturally move. Right. So I, I think I'm saying this and bringing this up because field drills need to be something that feels good and not something that you're forcing, right? Whether it's like a drift or trying to load into your hip, whatever it is, it's supposed to help you establish the feeling that you're trying to get or the movement and the pattern that you're trying to understand. But the problem is sometimes when you do some of these field drills, it's too far removed from the context of what you're trying to do, whether it's throwing, hitting, fielding a ground ball, or, you know, framing a pitch, whatever it is, you have to try to add in as much context for it to actually translate over, right? So again, you can start with the PVC field drill or whatever that you want to do. Maybe even it's just a dry throw. You can start with that. Don't get me wrong. But eventually, it's like having training wheels on a bike. If you always have the training wheels on, you're missing the point of trying to learn how to ride the bike. Eventually, you need to take those training wheels off. So you can't be stuck on these field drills all the time. And you need to be able to jump, get into certain phase shifts, or moving it closer to the actual thing of the actual skill, the actual throw, the actual swing, right? Otherwise, you're just kind of wasting your time <laughs> and doing things that aren't going to help you and actually could be detrimental, right? So, and... For that post, I'll I'll post that link in the show notes here for you guys to go back and look at. But, you know, 
you want to make sure that the field drill is replicating what you're trying to do. So in this guy's case, he was trying to load into his back leg a little bit more. And you could see because of the PVC pipe, and he hasn't, I don't haven't seen much throwing video of him, but he doesn't throw with, with his upper half like he, how he was moving with PVC pipe. So his lower half is going to be looking differently in how he loads into everything. So because he's kind of rotating with the PVC pipe with his upper half, he's loading into his lower half differently. His pelvis is shooting out. A lot of things are happening here, right? And so if you actually compared and looked at that between what he was doing there and what he was doing in a throw, or even ideally what he was trying to do, it wasn't even remotely close, right? So we have to kind of give yourself a little audit. Like, are your field drills actually helping you out? Or are they hurting you, right? And you have to also train the transitions of these movements and not just little pieces. Like if you're only working on the drift and don't work on how everything else from the leg lift flows into it and then how you actually go and release the ball, you're missing the point. And again, I'm not a huge proponent on the drift necessarily. Like I think some guys need it. Some guys also overemphasize it. So that's where the personalization of what guys need is beneficial and you can't put that too much into a blanket program for every guy to do because everybody's physiology is different. So they also need different types of feels or, you know, ways on how they're trying to problem solve and and learn how to do a certain movement. Okay. So with that being said, now you have that one, but let's say you have a field drill right? You're going through it nice and slow and you got the movement down. You're cool. Now you start to pick up the tempo to be a lot closer to the actual skill, right? So you start slow, then you pick it up and you pick it up. If you lose it, let's say you're ramping up to like 70% intensity and you're losing it there, back it back down to that 50% intensity and then slowly build it back up. Um, And sometimes this is really good for like mapping new movement patterns, right? So let's say you're working on getting your arm to flip up, right? And you're just kind of breaking your hands, you're going through it, and you're being more cognizant of like where your arms are in space. And it's totally fine. I think if you do like a couple slow motions, like feels, right? And you're looking at everything, you're like, okay, this is how I'm supposed to do it. And then you do a throw right after. I think that's probably the most beneficial way you can use a field drill because you're blending those two actual skill movements and then the feel within it now don't get lost in that i've seen guys where they get super domed right and they're over here they're still feeling it they're feeling it for like who knows probably 10 plus reps and that's that's way too excessive one or two feels and then get right into that throw right don't dome yourself up don't get too intrinsically focused right because again this is a feel of what you're trying to accomplish not something that you should be always constantly focusing on especially whenever you get into game right because you're not going to always have the feeling or you know (laughs) everything's not going to feel great whenever you're in the box or whenever you're on the rubber you got to know how to learn and adapt to what you have for that day but again make sure you're adding context make sure that you're blending this into the actual skill Don't get lost in the feels. But that's it for this rant for today, guys. If you got anything from this episode, please share it. And for those of you listening, stay 
in the zone.